This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. It is good to be with you today. Thanks for joining me. I've been looking forward to catching up with you. And as I sat down in my studio today, I was really taken aback a little bit at how quiet it is. I mean, just from a sound standpoint, I mean, there's no mowers, there's no leaf blowers, there's no cars going by. It's just a peaceful time. And that is pretty rare. So to be able to have that environment and be able to share with you today, this is already starting out to be really, really good. So I hope you're well wherever I find you today. As you know, on my podcast, it's not the regular faith and finances podcast that you might bump into. I love the leaders out there that talk about the practical aspects of finances and the tactics and the strategies and the tools and the techniques. And if you've been listening over the past year, we've covered some of those items when I felt it was important. But most of the time, I'm dealing with some of the lesser discussed items. As a pastor friend of mine said after I finished a workshop at his church, he said, John, this is a question that rarely gets asked or answered. He was speaking about the topics I was bringing up, and that is a lot about how do we go about making our financial choices. And today, I want to focus on this idea of following. And who are you following in your money choices? Well, as you know, I like to do, I want to start with a story that on the surface may appear unrelated, but stay with me to the end of it for a couple of minutes and then let me close the loop for you. There's an old true story told about a Sunday school teacher named Edward Kimball. You may have heard this, and he was teaching some youth in his Sunday school class and really felt a nudge that just wouldn't leave him alone to go a little bit further, to reach out a little bit more to one specific student in his class. So he went to this person's place of work. They were working in a shoe store, and Mr. Kimball shares the gospel with what turned out to be a gentleman by the name of Dwight L. Moody. Obviously, if you're familiar with this, and or even if you're not, he became one of the most popular and prolific uh, pastors and evangelists of his time. Well, his message was so powerful, it attracted the attention of another person whose last name was Meyer. He became a pastor and an author and was an evangelist and attracted a lot of very significant audiences and people who would come to hear him speak as well. As Meyer's organization grew, he wound up offering a position to a baseball player named Billy Sunday, who decided to spend his time in evangelism and pastoring rather than baseball. And guys, let me encourage you, just an aside for a moment, all of these 
men in this story have incredible stories around them. So if you're ever interested in learning more, let me encourage you to look up each of these people and spend a little time learning about their story. It's incredibly inspiring. Okay, so back to my story today. So as Meyer's organization grew and Sunday got more and more involved, Meyer asked Sunday to go and hold an event in Charlotte, North Carolina. It went really well. And soon after that, another evangelist named Mordecai Ham decided to do the exact same type of event in Charlotte. However, the story goes that the event wasn't quite as successful from an attendance standpoint and people giving their lives to Christ. One reporter being said to say something to the tune of only a handful of teenagers showed up in front of the stage at this event. Well, I don't know if you know where this story goes from here, but guess what? One of those teenagers was Billy Graham. I just love that story. I just love that chain reaction of one person following another person, which in full circle now loops me back to our conversation today. And that is, who are you following with your money choices? It's obvious in the story that I just shared that Edward Kimball was following Jesus. He was doing what Jesus would do, going that extra mile, finding the lost sheep and sharing the faith and sharing about Jesus. In Mark 1, 17, it reads, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. In Luke 5, 11 reads, and when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. As I think about that story and I read those scriptures and listen to what Jesus was saying and being so impressed at Edward Kimball following Jesus and then starting this domino effect of all of these people that have become so influential, it made me realize that following has a few characteristics around it, and I want to walk through those with you today. Characteristic number one is whenever you're following, you are first presented with a leader. That's right. Just that simple. There's a leader that you are presented with that comes across your path. Someone who may be charismatic, they may be meaningful, their mission may be inspirational and motivational, but for whatever reason, this leader in your path is asking you in one way or another to follow them. This happens in business every day. If you're working on a team, there's usually a manager, a leader that you will follow. In your family, the children are following the leaders, the parents in the household and in the community. There are organizations, churches, ministries, and there is a leader that people are following. So the first characteristic when it comes to who are you following with your money is 
you are presented with a leader. The second characteristic is that you are presented with an invitation. This really struck me when I was reading Mark 1, 17, when Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And at this exact moment, he's giving these fishermen an opportunity to follow him. And at the same time, he's also given them a vision of what they will be doing, what they will be doing when they follow him as Jesus makes them fishers of men. And then the third characteristic, you are presented with a choice. In John 8, 12, that I just read to you, it reads, And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. I mean, think about that for a second. Put yourself for a moment, envisioning yourself in their shoes. There they are in their boats with their livelihoods, holding the nets in their hands. And they are presented with a choice to follow Jesus and become fishers of men. And in that moment, they chose to leave everything and follow him. My friends, we come in contact with these three characteristics of following every single day. Right? Think about our lives. Think about social media. Think about your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, your family. Who are you following? Because every day in a variety of circumstances, you are presented with a leader. You are presented with an invitation and you are presented with a choice. And that choice will ultimately determine your financial choices when it comes to following a leader with your money. These influencers of these leaders, these informal financial leaders that we choose to follow can get pretty sneaky. I mean, it can be as easy as following someone on social media. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that until there is, and it begins affecting financial choices. I see this a lot with families who I'll speak to sometimes, and they'll say, you know, I find that maybe my vacations aren't quite cool enough. My car might not be new enough. My clothes might not be hip enough. You get the vibe. This happens every single day day because we allow these informal yet powerful leaders into our lives and we follow people that are influencing us, that are offering us an invitation and we get to choose. I'm not always the best at this, but that Mark 1:17 invitation of follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I want you to think today, what if you had that scripture in mind with your money choices to follow Jesus, to be fishers of men with the financial resources he has put in your possession? 
Think how that might change what you're doing. Honestly, it may reinforce some of the incredible work you're doing right now, whereas in other areas, it might give you a pause to rethink and reconsider it. As I close today, I want to leave something with you. My pastor recently presented just a wonderful message around following, and he made the point in a way that I had never heard before. His comment was this, that the invitation to follow Jesus is at the same time an invitation to unfollow yourself. What a powerful consideration as we're thinking about how we're using the money that God's put in our hands. And I will leave you today with a scripture from John 8, 12 about the ultimate benefits of following Jesus. And it reads, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I'd like to share one final thought around the story I first shared about Edward Kimball. Because at the very end of the story, what I left out was in Charlotte, the Graham family went on to inspire a Sunday school aimed at teenagers that then grew into a school and has grown over the years. And it is where our own children attended. And that school has had as much impact and inspiration on me and my wife and our family as has our church. So yes, that story means a lot to me. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for thinking about these three characteristics around following of a leader, an invitation, and a choice. And I pray just like John 8, 12, that in your money choices that you will avoid the darkness and you will capture the light that will take you closer to God, closer to those you love, and closer to the plans that he has just for you. And as always, if this has been a blessing to you, would you please share it with someone, a family member, a coworker, a friend or neighbor, invite them into the conversation as we continue week after week. Thanks again. And I'll look forward to next time. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.